0: And welcome to episode four of the Gamma Roundtable. Today we are discussing Gamma versus VRAS from 1968. And uh, this is the start of where I'd say, like, what people consider to be the stereotypical show of Gamma stuff begins. So, this is interesting. As always, you are joined by me, Mulder, always known as Faye, and.
1: Run here once again.
2: And Crash here, per usual.
1: So.
0: This is the first time where I don't know Tons rating in a long time because somebody forgot to update their letterbox.
1: <laughs> yeah, my mistake. I guess I fell asleep after the movie.
0: <laughs> so I'll let you go first, Ton.
1: All right. Um, Guerra vs. Fires is a solid 5 out of 10 for me. I honestly wish I could rate it higher, but there's some issues we'll get into, like kind of bring down the movie for me. Yeah, yeah
2: I probably like a 5.52 on that same area just because okay. I had fun with it, but it's definitely brought down by some major issues.
0: <laughs> well, we're unified once again. Five out of ten for me, too. But I would say, as a group, because I said that we're probably gonna be getting into like as a movie ratings and watching it together, this is another six out of ten for me because it is very fun to make fun of when you're watching other people. <laughs> Oh, definitely. definitely. Rustiness is really fun. So Gamma vs. VS was directed by Noraki Yuasa once again.
2: Hmm. Well, it feels like it. One thing he, uh, it's, again, that wasn't meant to sound like rude, I swear. <laughs> uh, just that okay. he has a very consistent style to himself, I think. this is Yeah. One. It all feels very consistent, besides like the second one, but we're all the stuff done by him.
0: Yeah. Well, and of course, as if you remember, Barugan was was the only one not done by yeah. <laughs> him. So that's why that one feels so different. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the first Gamera movie where you can really see that the budget issues are starting to hit.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like you could kind of see in the first one, and then they got the upgrade budget in, in Barugan and Gauss. I don't know what happened, but the budget feels so much lower here than it did in the prior three to me. It's, yeah. kind
1: of it's kind of a shame because I feel like there was a lot of improvements in this movie, but then the budget stuff just really brings down the quality in a painful
0: way. Yeah, because I feel like the elephant in the room is, as you alluded to, the stock footage is so intense in this movie. Like, it's filled with stock footage.
1: Mm-hmm. I've never seen stock footage used this blatantly before in like anything, <laughs> honestly. And I'm an anime fan, so that's <laughs> saying a lot.
0: <laughs> and like, it's used to really pad out the runtime of the movie. Like the scene where they with the Vras look into Gamera's memories. Why is that a thing?
2: Yeah. Okay. That that's one big thing. So other movies have used like previous footage to like do like a flashback or some callback um didn't raids again use like godzilla 1954 footage
0: of yeah like- it did for yeah. the slideshow like the only brave- um uh, not yeah. to cut you off crash like the guess. only other two big examples of this much stock footage i would say is Gaigan, which i think blends its stock footage with new stuff better and megalon oh, yeah. which doesn't do it as well but even then there's now just entire sequences yeah. Of, old, of old clip show footage, practically. And, like,
2: they're framed much better and, like, more accurate there with some kind of unique stuff, or they cut it up really short, you know, so not put, like, too much length on it. Yeah. Because here, like, they're just like, alright, let's study our opponent camera. And it's just ten minutes of straight footage of the previous movie. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no, yeah, like you said, there's no commentary on it. There's nothing. The characters don't react to that stuff or point stuff out specifically. They just put that footage in there. And it's so, like, Wise is here. It's just footage from an older movie.
1: It's and so like, long. Oh, go ahead. It's so long, you basically use it as an intermission if you've seen the whole sword. Pretty much.
0: And like the other thing that I find so funny with is, like, and this goes for later, where they use rather than shoot new footage of gamma attacking Tokyo or like similar places, they just reuse footage from the first movie and it's still in black and white and it's so obvious.
2: I'm I'm hip, it's just one-to-one. There was nothing changed. You know, black and white, just the same exact scene, which makes it kind of funny in context. Like, apparently, they rebuilt that not too long after, then he just destroys it in the same exact fashion.
0: <laughs> and, like, even what's like, also funny is is they also have him attack the same damn attack in Barugan. <laughs> Again! And it's, like, so obviously the same footage. It's, it's just... just... <laughs> It's just, it's really cheap and I don't know why they felt the need to do that. Like, I feel like the movie's ambition is way beyond its budgets, and it kind of reminds me of what we were discussing in the first episode where passion can't make up for, like, execution.
1: Definitely.
0: Because this movie's plot is way too big for, like, the budget it has.
1: hmm It really makes sure so you wish they just kind of Focused in on what they could do and just center the plot like around that instead of just padding it out. They really pad the hell out of this movie.
0: Is really what I'm saying because I feel like all the stock footage is to get it above that like I'm um, a uh, hour and twenty minute mark. It doesn't feel organic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but. Yeah, I feel like that's the big elephant in the room with Vera because it's the worst example of it. Besides one movie later, but I won't spoil what movie that is yet. We'll know <laughs> when we see it. Um, Yeah, besides that, I will say, though, and I think we all kind of agreed, this is continuing the trend of the kid characters being a lot better than
1: Toshio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely.
2: <laughs> he. Yeah, he he walks. So all the other characters could run because he, yeah. Here they're 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 pretty much the main characters, and they do a much yeah. job. They have a really good chemistry, and they're just they're just kids. They're not annoying. They do it really well. <laughs>
0: yeah, their names are uh, Masal and Joe, right? I'm I'm, a, oh, I'm a Jim. A, a... Jim. Oh, okay, okay, Jim. I'm mixing old up all those '60s generic like white kid names that they <laughs> give. <laughs> Even though Jim's actor was not white, which is in, which is an interesting side bit,
1: but that's another I'm a
0: discussion. Um, yeah, like I feel like, like Crash said, I'm a Jim, right? I'm remembering. it yep, Right now. Jim. Okay. Okay. Was. Jim? Masao. Yeah, Jim and Masao have a really fun dynamic. I also like that they're not goody two shoes. Like that's kind of yeah. interesting to me. Because they're really, actually, pretty snotty kids.
2: <laughs> they kind of, they're kind of fuckboy, but um, it's pretty. It's, what they do is pretty funny too. Like where they, um, they sabotage the submarine. Yeah, so they can get in it. Yeah, <laughs> so they can get in it later.
1: <laughs> they get into a lot of like very kids movie antics, but it's kind of like fun antics. Yeah. So, like them stealing the submarine and running the camera and police. So it's just, it's just fun to watch. It makes them really charming. And, like,
0: they're not obnoxious kid characters, which hopefully that stays true for the rest of the show Gamera films. Like, there's some silly moments with them, I guess. But even then, it's kind of interesting how after Toshio, at least so far, no one's bothered me because Toshio was just the epitome of what not to do with a kid character.
1: Yeah, I think if, if there's anything um, Noriaki nor really improved on, it's just how the kid characters in this franchise are handled.
0: Yeah, I I really have to give him props for that. Um, like there's not much of the human plot. I'd say it's very much kind of just here to get, you know, the giant monster plot going. But there, it's enjoyable enough where it doesn't make you like wish it would shift the focus. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Um, something else funny is we've got. Kojiro, Hongo back again. He must really like doing these Gamma movies. This is his third one in a row. <coughs> it's, it's pretty funny to me considering the fact that originally he was like, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if I even want to be in this when he was asked by Ragon, but he's ended up coming back three times in a row.
2: must be a fun time to do it. It must be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, besides... The, oh, go ahead, Ton.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, it's fun like um, Akira Takarada and the Godzilla franchise, all his characters really feel different from each other. Yeah, so It doesn't feel like he's just kind of phoning it in at all or anything.
0: Yeah. So, like I said, besides Masao and Jim, where there's not too much to say about them besides the fact that they're fun and enjoyable characters, uh, I don't think the rest of the human cast is that focused on here. Which isn't a yeah. bad thing, I, mm-hmm. I should say. But it's definitely a thing with them. So there's not really much talk about human wise, if that makes sense. Besides, like, oh yeah, Masao and Jim—they work as fun human kid characters.
1: Yeah, I would agree
0: for the runtime. And oh, so there's one other funny thing. This is keeping the trend of dead moms in gamma films, and I don't get it.
1: Yeah, because like Jim has two parents who show up later. In the film, but then Masao only has his older sister and his dead. Although,
2: I know, right? It's so weird. I don't mm-hmm. get it.
0: it. It's like, what is going on in Japan in the 60s where there's no mothers present?
2: Mm-hmm. All the moms were eradicated, <laughs> only older sisters.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> this is the third time in a row.
2: It is a really, which is one of those things, I guess, with Gamera and era. Yeah. Because it's got to be like a conscious decision at that point. Mm-hmm. like they're doing it constantly
0: yeah and that's why i said i i wonder if it's something that was going on in japan at the time i would have to look into that more because it is it is pretty interesting that like you said crash three times is not a coincidence that's a conscious decision because <laughs> yeah. my only thing mm-hmm. is
2: little, i guess in godzilla there weren't many kid characters yet yeah i say, I, don't, I don't really feel like i saw this in the godzilla movies but i guess no
0: because like in Godzilla. The first kid character, really, was in Old Monsters Attack, and his mom was in that. Mm
2: -hmm. And then you had
0: Hidora; His mom was in that, too.
2: Yeah, so maybe it's the director. Yeah. It's something personal. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting to
0: say. Especially because, like Tun said, Jim, who's meant to be American, has has both (laughs) of his parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a specific choice for the Japanese kid, Masao.
1: It's very (laughs) odd.
0: Which by the way, speaking of, can I just say that Jim's mom's actress's acting is so funny? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim! Oh Jim.
2: Jim? Yeah, she's like, crying about it, but so dramatic. Mm. That was
0: definitely one someone who they who they brought in from the street and said, Can you do this like roll for like five minutes for us? like <laughs> I
1: know. Okay. Probably. I know. Can you imagine that just for me, it's like you get called in. It's like, okay, so your son's on a spaceship with aliens, and uh, he's basically saying he wants the government to kill him in order to save the world. So, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did forget to mention that Missoula and Jim are hardcore as fuck. They're just <laughs> like sacrifice us, kill the aliens. We don't care. We'll <laughs> die for our planet.
2: <laughs> that that was a pretty like damn scene. <laughs>
0: But I also do think it's pretty funny that, like, the entire world is paralyzed because the aliens have two kids as hostages.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm him. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's very optimistic, I should say, <laughs> yeah. that the and world would
2: stops for the two kids.
0: Meanwhile, in real life, I think we could pretty clear everyone be like, "Just nuke them already. Who cares?" <laughs> yeah. Though, I'm um, uh, speaking of that. Plot point. It is very funny to me how obvious it is that they're ripping off Godzilla here. Like like this isn't even subtle.
2: <laughs> this yeah. Point, yeah.
1: This movie is very much invasion of astral monster for kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It it's really weird. Cause it's like, okay, the aliens here, they call themselves the 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 viruses.
0: The virus the virus, I don't know. Virus, I don't know how you meant to pronounce it. Name. It's
2: like it's, yeah, it's that monster's name, virus, but like ES at the end, too. So it's like viruses, viruses. yeah. I, I said viruses, I don't know. That's how I pronounce it. I
0: think viruses. that's just the plural because mm-hmm. they're all the same species,
2: yeah. That's true. But those guys, the fucking viruses, whatever, they're like <laughs> they're the main villains and they, they have a really, really weird fucking spaceship. It's like a Bubble like ball. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> like, I,
0: it like, like I said, it looks like a theme park ride.
2: Does yeah. <laughs> and they they what they have like the super like a hatch ray, super chase beam or some shit like that. and like yeah. a bubble over them and just like captures them. It's really weird. The aliens though are they're interesting. They have a cool twist that's never really brought up. Again. Yeah, they're paid off. But see,
0: like the funniest thing with them is they're an interesting mix of like cheesy but also creepy. Like, yeah, like something like, like something cheesy with them is I love how they how they move sort of the spaceship by going into like the flying Ultraman pose, they just stick out their arms and like, you, like just... jump and fly, yeah, away. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> so funny. Time. yeah. And but then at the same time, though, they also have like like, that scene where they show their true eyes is really creepy.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. like the Dark Lightning. They did it a lot with them. Yeah. It was really well done. Spooky. And
0: then... And then, of course, like you were implying, the end where we see their true forms and that they literally kidnapped people and took over their bodies. Yeah. And killed them for that.
2: I may mean, have, yeah. It's pretty, like... It's pretty dark, but... See, that's that, the that
0: weird thing. The way, like, Jim... or is it, well, I forget who it says it, Jim or out. They just say it so matter-of-factly, like, oh, okay, that's what they did. It's like, what? That's some dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they could have just said in the movie oh, they made, like, fake human body robot things to fit inside of something. No! Yeah. They freaking kidnapped people and gutted them out to use them as, like, skin suits. That's disturbing oh, stuff. Pretty
2: disgusting concept, especially. And then they all get decapitated, too. Yeah. Pretty pretty dark scene for that moment. But then that's just kind of a deal like, oh, oh well. Gotta get <laughs> out of here, I guess.
0: Yeah, but like, I would agree the VRS are actually pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. I just think that sometimes the movie, because it's for kids, isn't able to fully explore the concepts that it has yeah. for them. No like a big example of this in my opinion is the way that they're tricked. Like Ton Point Out makes no sense. With the with the oh, yeah. at the end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where they're like they tricked them into saying, like, oh yeah, virus has been free. And they're like, what? And they all freak out and like run over it, but then like turns out they were also working for virus at the same time.
0: Because virus was the voice in the beginning. Yeah.
2: Like he, <laughs> oh yeah, that was, was his the... voice. Yeah. Because
0: and they were the, like, like like they're just his underlings. Why are they afraid that he got out? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: it's, it's <laughs> like, it's like If you ran out to a guard in a and you're like, Oh my god, the warden is out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's so silly. It's like once you like realize like, oh yeah, what?-huh It does makes it, it does... no
0: sense because it's not like like, okay, well, what made sense to me? They're like, Oh, your boss is coming. He's coming to see what's going on, and they all went to go like, I don't know, is this yeah, something, something? Yeah. that makes more sense, So it, here it makes like because they have to conserve the twist of who the virus are and what the big, weird tentacle creature is. It doesn't add up at all. Yeah,
2: it's it's just really weird.
0: It's super weird. Oh, I I did forget to mention something though with Jim earlier. I'll say it here. Like I am five because Jim wasn't white. He was half American, half Japanese. I feel like he might have the best like English performance of any actor in these films, just in <laughs> general. Not even just for camera.
2: <laughs> the few lines he said in English were pretty natural, and it's Japanese too yeah yeah. um, call call craig um
1: according to wikipedia if that's not your name i apologize it is is his name okay he's acting here oh
0: good oh no no no. i was just gonna say i know that because he was a kaiju cotton line
1: yeah his acting here is like really really impressive like (laughs) just very very natural dialogue and just something you don't see a lot in japanese movies i Because they tend not to be multilingual. So it was fun to see.
0: Especially because of the fact that according to him, he wasn't an actor. They just kind of like, I forget how it happened. But they're just like, oh, uh, how is his, I'm a Japanese. And they're like, oh, it's good. And so they're like, okay, come audition. And they they chose him. That's really funny to me. Mm -hmm. I guess because they wanted to save money on dubbing. So they didn't have to dub him over. Like, yeah. they, like like they did for like Nick Adams, and Astro Monster. Um, something else. Also, I forgot to mention this earlier. It's really funny to me how the Gamers are also really big examples of what American stuff is being imported to Japan culturally.
2: <laughs> like the Boy Scout?
0: Yes, I love it. It's <laughs> so funny because like like Ton was saying, huh? Was it Ton? Was it you? Crash? I forget who said it when we were watching it. You guys were like, huh? They had the Boy Scouts, and I was like, yep, important from America.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought mean, that was
1: me. That yeah, was was of...
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. go ahead, Tom.
1: Yeah, I was just surprised to see, like, something like the Boy Scouts. You think of such an American thing. And you see all these um, Japanese Scouts, and I guess Girl Scouts, too.
0: Yeah. Which is, like you said, pretty unexpected to remember how much like, cross cultural stuff was happening with Japan and America in the 40s and 50s and 60s because mm-hmm. of that close post-World War II bond.
1: Yeah. It was especially funny because right after I asked that, Parwell said that, they cut to the American flag, Japanese flag next to each other. I know. And right? all those scouts from both countries.
0: It's amazing. And you're actually going to see a lot of that stuff of like imports come up in later Gamma uh, Gamma films. It's interesting. They're pretty diverse for Japanese films, especially for the
1: 60s. It's cool stuff. Mm-hmm yeah it's always interesting
0: but yeah i guess we should talk about the bigger monsters and i guess we should start with gamma first because at this point he has done a complete 180 from how he was in (laughs) gamma one
1: yeah oh go ahead ahead. um gamma kind of completely entered his friend to all children phase yeah and um i think actually this is the first movie that literally gives him that moniker
0: yeah it does this is the first time he gets called the friend of old children uh,
1: mm-hmm. title yeah i think that's kind of just the iconic uh gamma personality and it's, fun, it's and it's fun to see in this movie like you yeah. see like even though he's this big scary turtle he's like really caring and just very careful in how he fights and being helpful it's, it makes him very different from godzilla so i really like how the yeah yeah
0: like, like we made the joke of when the your I'm a Masao and Jim, and they tell Gamera somehow telepathically. Oh, if you attack us, Gamera, we're gonna kill these kids. Gamera's like, "Okay, I'll go along with you guys." And <laughs> he just like, starts
2: like flying next to them. That's and that, and
0: and we joked if that was Godzilla, he wouldn't care at all. He just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's just something I think. And this is where I feel like Gamera's really starting to come into his own. If that makes sense,
2: yeah. Where he mm-hmm.
0: doesn't feel as much like Godzilla, but a turtle who, who can fly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely think so too. His identity has truly started to form here,
0: and yeah. also, oh, 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 okay, go ahead, Crash. let's
2: Just say, yeah, like he's he's very separate from Godzilla. I think as a whole now.
0: Yeah, this is also the movie where Gamera is able to say that he has fought on land, in the air, and in the sea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: doing it before Godzilla. I
2: love it.
1: All terrain turtle suit.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't think there's too much other to say about Gamera besides the fact that his intro on this movie is so funny. He's just in space randomly, and he yeah. comes across the Vera ship, and they're like, what is
2: that? They're like, mm-hmm. it's, our, it's our enemy, Gamera. Then they call him out like they have a history together. <laughs> like, they never really delve into that either.
0: That is so funny to me. They're like, oh, that's Gamera. It's like, how do you people know that? What did you <laughs> yeah. fight him?
2: Maybe Gamera visits space a lot. It's just like, yo, fuck these guys in particular. And just Like, ah, <laughs> like, oh, shit, it's Gamera. Again. Guys, turn around. Fuck. It was too late. Like, you already broke their ship and knocked them down to Earth. And they're
0: like, we will not forget the sacrifice of, like, Spaceship One or whatever the hell they called the <laughs> one Department that got destroyed. They're constantly, like,
2: fleeing in their spaceship. It's hilarious. It's like, ah, oh, shit, emergency escape pod. Like, run. Like, one of the balls, like, flies off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, try,
0: they try to get a layer in the battle, and then Gamera just destroys most of them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's so funny.
0: Though so I guess speaking of, well, I guess we should talk about i um, the main monster here, Viras. So Viras is a really weird kaiju. He is. He feels more like Ton. I'm pretty sure because Crash wouldn't know this, you but you wouldn't. He feels a lot like an Ultraman kaiju to me.
1: Yeah, he very much has that kind of Ultraman monster of the day energy. Yeah. Um, his design's very simple. Like I like it. Myself. I don't like it.
2: But, yeah. <laughs> I I like Virus. I think he's cute. I think he's funny. He's a weird squid thing in his head opens. Squidward.
0: Up. It's just Squidward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just think yeah. like for all the kaijus and monsters I've seen, he's really unique. And I like that about him. Oh, give
0: him he's unique. It's just something about the way that his head opens up.
2: It just bothers you. Like, <laughs> it
0: <laughs> just bothers me. It's just weird. Yeah. It's it's too guy weird. Like...
1: <laughs> Go ahead. He's so he got a very goofier look compared to a Baruga, gun. Oh my God, I must almost called bear And Gauss. Yeah. We're... Yeah. Yeah. Though though funny.
0: I though I do have to say though, his fight with um is uh, really brutal. I'm surprised Gammer didn't die when he got impaled like yeah. that. <laughs> he got
2: impaled a lot. Just like repeatedly getting stabbed. It was a good fight though.
0: Where where he like broke the shell too. Mm -hmm. If you did that, don't do this to a real turtle or tortoise. They would die.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you got to know, don't stab your turtle in the chest.
0: Please do not do
1: that. (laughs) Pretty sure it's legal in New York.
0: (laughs) What? What? No, it's not stopping you. But yeah, um, v is, I, I admit, his design's unique. I know you two like him. I... I guess also what makes him unique So I was going to say was instead of being a singular monster like Godzilla monsters are he's a species and a sapient species no less.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is where I make the Ultra kaiju comparison because he reminds me of like Bolton from that where they also formed to make a bigger version of themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. An episode was-
0: that on knows because he yeah. watched
1: it. I did. It was good.
0: <laughs> but continue, time
1: Yeah, um, I really like the kind of combination aspect and the intelligence. Like Virus being a kaiju that talks, admittedly, doesn't talk in his giant form. She's mm-hmm. kind of different from usual.
0: Yeah, I have to wonder if they that they deliberately were going for that Ultraman feel because at the time Ultraman was huge in the late '60s. Like this like, was really the peak of Showa Ultraman.
1: Mm-hmm. I could definitely see it.
0: And I mean, seeing how they ripped off Godzilla here, <laughs> it <laughs> would make sense to rip off the two big alien invasion kaiju things going
1: on at the time. Definitely.
0: Oh, though also, I wanted to say, the special effects when VRS merges look so funny. Yeah. Something about it just looks off.
1: Yeah, basically it seems like they had the suit actors like st- stand in front of a screen then they a green screen they've made the shit, shit background and then just super <laughs> going together while like the middle virus just gets bigger and bigger it looks so funny
0: <laughs> it's so goofy i love it mm-hmm. what's also funny to me is how like the subordinate vrs is like no boss we don't want to do it and he's like shut up you idiots <laughs> get over here
1: such a mean boss
0: he is. It's no, no wonder he's Squidward. Mm-hmm. He literally looks like Squidward too. That's the funniest thing. Like Crash, you pointed out. He literally stands the same way that Squidward just stands. Squidward.
2: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really weird, silly design. But I I like him. I don't know if he has any like powers besides being able to talk. He just... Oh,
0: he can talk and he can yeah. merge and he can like form his head tentacles into like a spear. That's a wow, he really doesn't have any powers.
2: Yeah.
0: That's really weird. (laughs) I mean, I guess it makes sense because he's, like, just an alien species that can somehow merge together into a big form. But that's interesting. He literally has no powers besides... uh... Oh! I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Gamera surfs on VRS, and it's the funniest thing.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a really funny part. Yeah, he, like... I think he grabs him, right? And it's just, like... (laughs) They're just surfing until... Beerus, like, hits his head on a rock, and Gamera goes flying. <laughs> I know, right?
0: It's so funny. It's so comical. Like you it. all know what scene it's like, because of Spongebob? What? It's like this scene where they surf on the giant David Hasselhoff.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. I love it. It's so funny. Like,
0: like that's... A, it, oh, go ahead. Middle of
2: that, In the middle of that fight, it's just a really funny scene. I love
0: it. It's so random, too. It's like, why is he surfing on it? <laughs> they
2: play, like, silly music, too. Like, Gamora, just mm-hmm. having a fun time.
0: Until he gets stabbed and killed. Like, you see the shell break and stuff. It's such a weird dichotomy. And like the way they defeat VRS is really funny, too, because Virus, like basically gets his head stuck in Gamera's body. So Gamera, just, Gamera just flies away. Around.
2: Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> might,
0: might I add, Gamera's basically commanding like, a Pokemon in this fight because Jim and Sam tell him what to do. Oh, <laughs> this you.
2: is a really big Pokemon battle. They're so like, they-
0: Gamera, use your flamethrower. Gamera, fly away.
2: Gamer has You're... no tactical skills. He just does what other people <laughs> tell him to do. <laughs> That's true. why he lost all those first battles because he was just exactly like, fuck? I do what to do. <laughs> Gamer
0: sucks at fighting. He's he, he's an F tier fighter.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the imagery in that that part is so funny because like he just starts flying and virus is just stuck on him like upside down, just not able to do anything, and it's
0: freezing slowly.
2: And just sitting there, it's so funny. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, but yeah, Ton, go go ahead with what, what you were going to say
1: yeah this movie is like objectively the best size issues, but you will not be bored watching it, especially for group <laughs>
0: exactly. That's why I would actually put it above um uh, the original, but that's a topic for another day in terms mm-hmm. of gamma rankings. too early yeah. for that, only four movies in <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny, and then after that, like Vera just falls out of Gamma's shell and just falls and it into the water, and we just we don't even see him like. Dissolve or anything, it's just like bubbles. And like, oh, woohoo, VRS is dead. It's like, what? How? What and killed him?
2: It's like, yeah, good job, camera. Yep, see you around. And, <laughs> and he, it, that's one thing I was just, like, kind of knows about a lot of these movies, they always end kind of fast. I feel, yeah, like, at the end, it's just like, oh, you've defeated them, good job, credit. See, mm-hmm. like,
0: what the Godzilla film with their alien invasions, either they're the only ones of their kind, like. The kelax and the Story of Monsters, that they were the last of their kind. The cockroaches and Gygan, they're the last of their kind, the monkey people in Um Mecha uh, Mechagodzilla. Yeah, they're the last of their kind. Or they retreat like the Sea Topians in Megalon. Or which I, I actually kind of wish to ask someone would follow this up. They never did. They implied that Earth's going to like make talks with them and come to a diplomatic conclusion mm-hmm.
1: with the Xillions.
0: Mm-hmm. But in Gamera here for this first time, wouldn't it make sense that the, that there would be more VRS out there?
2: I guess, yeah. I don't. <laughs> they not, never okay, say okay, that Yeah, I don't think it's the last of their kind. They never said that, right? Yeah, they yeah. never say it. So, there's probably more, but they just have no way of knowing that this this one was killed specifically. Mm-hmm. I maybe guess. they
1: only had two spaceships.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, they are like, alright, y'all can take them to do your exploring, whatever, and just bring it back. No scratches.
0: Well, that certainly <laughs> didn't go according to plan.
2: <laughs> yeah. So maybe, I guess, that, that leaves room for them to come back. I say about a hypothetical sequel to a 1968
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're out here talking like, like we're discussing the most recent Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Crash... No. I, I have to spoil you. Um, VRAS is not coming back.
2: You told me that last time. Yeah. You're like, none of them come back. Except, yeah. I like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> need, like, the Sinister Six of Gamera. Just all the old ones come back. They're like, you forgot about us, camera, but we didn't forget about you.
0: Oh, my God. Why is, it, why is that such a funny thought?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll love this camera.
0: See, like, the thing is, I, I think there's potential. With the, with the other with the VRS coming back, essentially, in my opinion, if I were to bring them back, I wouldn't have them turn giant. I would use them more in their human size, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, throw like,
1: a little more.
2: And I think like they could also easily introduce like a hierarchy for the civilization. Maybe there's like yeah. a queen virus. Looks like even more epic. Something like that, you know, more than there. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: because I do think they have potential. Oh, uh, and something else I wanted to bring up, I find it really funny how because of the budget, you can tell that why there's only one set really in in the film, and that's the inside of the VRS spaceship. Everything else is shot on location.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's pretty obvious. This movie feels really low, small, in scale. I think overall, because when you like step back, all this all the footage of Gamma attacking is not new. None of it is new. It's all yeah
0: and the only think, uh-huh yeah, everything Go original ahead.
2: is just in the spaceship everything else is by like the beach yeah like the
0: scouts and that's it like if you also notice there's only even like three sets for Gamma for new stuff there's the space set that's just used for the intro and that might even have been reused from barugan if they still had it laying around maybe and they like- had they had that they have the beach set, which they use for the fight, and they have the underwater set. Yeah. Which might have even been left from Gauss, too, because they have underwater stuff in Gauss. <laughs>
2: Maybe. So it's
0: hard to tell how much of this movie is new and how much is reused, to be honest. Because that's funny, Ton. You caught that when they're showing the reaction to what's going on, most of that is reused stock footage from Barugon.
1: Yeah, it's just like the whole office scenes and all military officers scenes just with no dialogue i was like that's a little weird
0: or like there's a bit where they're showing the radio broadcast that is 100 from barugan mm-hmm. yeah it's very so, funny oh go ahead
1: no just you can really tell they're kind of just throwing stuff together to make a patchwork of the movie
0: also like the like the laboratory kind of looking place with the pro skeleton I'm mm-hmm. convinced. I'm convinced they have to have rented that album somewhere, and that's not a set they made, and that's why it has so many weird things in it. Yeah, definitely. Not it's bad. It like it's cool to see a ceratops skeleton, even if it's super random and has nothing to do with anything. But it's mm-hmm. like it's so obvious they just asked ask like a university or like a lab if they could use their meeting room. <laughs> yeah. Because the, most of the movie is not indoors either.
1: Yeah, a lot of it shot outside, and like a beach and. The, yeah. Whatever they use for the science building,
0: and like with the alien invasion plot, I kind of implied this earlier. I think this issue makes the film feel a little too small. If that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, like this is meant to be a world-spanning issue where they consult the United Nations. But while the Godzilla movies didn't have the budget to really show it outside the straw monsters, I feel like. Like at least in invasion of Astro Monster, they have them. They have like that montage in the middle of the movie of newspapers talking, talking about what's happening. Mm-hmm. They mention how like King attacking like New York and stuff like that. They don't really even try to do tricks and techniques like that here mm-hmm. to make it seem bigger, which is yeah. interesting. It just, it just
2: feels super obviously cheap and low budget and that's just like the feeling this whole movie kind of has there's not yeah. a lot of diversity in scenes because when it is it's from another movie
0: <laughs> yeah and like it might be this the movie's biggest issue, biggest issue is its pacing because there's a lot of just the kids running around the spaceship trying to figure out what's going on exactly and how to like take them down and while it's not bad i feel especially with the i think that in combination with the stock footage Makes the film feel really slow to me, at least to me. Maybe you guys might disagree.
2: With the stock footage,
0: um, uh, not the stock footage. Like the fact that there's so many scenes of Masao and Jim running around the spaceship.
2: Oh, yeah, they don't. A lot of it's not really accomplishing much. They're just kind of like messing around
0: and trying to like figure out what's going on. Like, yeah. and I'm not even saying the scenes are bad because like there's some funny bits, like when they try to like outsmart the elon computer to give them a knife and it just sends them out an apple that's already pre-cut like mm-hmm. that's funny but at the same point though I feel like it makes the pacing of the movie really like weird and uneven if that makes sense
1: yeah
2: yeah
0: but that is just me with that um do you guys have anything else you want to discuss with your ass
2: um not much it's it's a pretty standard movie i feel for gamer right now yeah with just kind of being brought down by the budgetary issues that really show its head here
0: see like i talk about the scenes but not even like where Gallus had like light seams of greed this movie to me personally i don't think has any somatic the moral things
2: that you said it yourself pranks are good <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that is one funny one you can get from it though, because they defeat the aliens by doing the prank they did on the submarine. To this, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we well, uh, yeah. literally
0: the same exact prank, it's, but looks so silly. <laughs> but yeah, go on, Ton.
1: Yeah, um, what was I gonna say? yeah. This is. Why are you going to say oh. anything about the pranks? Or. That? Yeah,
2: I lost my thought,
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Though the Crash, you forgot the best part. Pranks are good, but you will, but you will lose your dinner. Julia, because of it. <laughs> you don't get dinner,
2: though. That's the trade-off. It's a pretty strong moral <laughs> to think about.
0: But yeah, like I was saying, there's just not much thematically here. Like, the aliens, in my opinion, don't represent much of anything.
2: Not really. Like you said, yeah. I think with Gamera here, a lot of it's just kind of like, what is Godzilla doing? And let's just kind of do that without thinking about what makes that good. I feel like that's yeah. the thing with like, rip-offs in general. Yeah, like, They always yeah. miss what makes something good or special in the first place.
0: And I hate to say it, but I feel like this one in particular falls into that kid movie idea of... Well, kids will see it, so we don't have to really put too much thought into what's going on. Just make it competent enough.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> it's pretty cheap. It's fun, and I think the kid characters are cool, but like everything around it is just so... Low budget, not much yeah. for Just kind of shallow.
0: And as we've been discussing, the movie that Godzilla put out this year was Destroy All Monsters*, and it's and it's night and day between those two movies, in my opinion. And you're not even big on Destroy All Monsters* crash.
2: Yeah, but I definitely agree. Like Destroy All Monsters* has a lot more put into it. And this is kind of the weird thing, though. It's like I feel like a lot of people's perception. Of what like Godzilla and Kaiju movies were in the show era is what is what Gamera is. Yeah, I era. feel like
0: Gamera influenced that a lot more and people just didn't take the time to see the difference.
2: Cause like looking back, I'm like, wow, like, like here, I'm constantly like, yo, like the budget in this movie is like really showing. And I like, I mean, later times Godzilla sometimes had like a small thing that would seem kind of cheap, like like Megalon. But like Yeah. Here it's like all, like all the movies are kind of like this, and it's I already like I love the Godzilla movies, but here I'm even appreciating them even more because I never really felt like they were cheap or anything like that. Yeah, is here. It's it's really the weird kind of perception, honestly.
0: Like I feel like Gamera had more influence on the Gamera and Megalon. I would say had more influence on, on the on the American view of kaiju movies than people like to admit. Or not admit. I guess realize. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because mm-hmm. I feel like them being shown on TV so much and still like Mr. Science Series 2000 gave people the idea that they were all like this or Megalon, unfortunately.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that.
0: Especially it's, because oh, oh go ahead.
1: Done. Just kind of people thinking casual movies are just these cheap B movies with like dumb plots and characters. It's like these movies are fun, but it's definitely a far cry from like what Godzilla was putting out,
0: yeah, and like, like I, I've been saying, I don't want to knock and Rocky off because he did have passion. It's just like he mm. said, passion doesn't always equal talent or execution,
1: being good. Yeah, like these films are always competently made, at least
0: with with, with with what
1: they had, at least. Yeah, with what they had. Well oh, yeah. Continue. I think beyond, like you said, just. Noriak, no, yeah, yes, um, yes, yeah, so you also not being, um, he did. I mean, I'm sorry, not being Honda and mm-hmm. just die kind of giving the director oh, just rip off whatever Godzilla movie. He it just it was a bad combo that didn't really let camera grow,
0: yeah. Because, like, like I feel like the animation plot they're trying to the rip off here, if you don't have the budget, like we were saying. Why do it? Especially one that's so obvious because they even include Gamera getting mind controlled. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's literally <laughs> the same as Astro Monster and Destroyer Monsters plot, Godzilla. There's no real meaningful uniqueness. And it's just like. Eh. Like, especially because I feel like part of what made Gauss so good was they really were doing their own singing Gauss.
2: Mm-hmm. To yeah. Me. But. I'd say so. That was that's definitely been the best gamer movie so far.
0: I yeah. Think. For me, I'm Torment Barragon or Gauss, but they're close to me. I think um, Gauss kind of mm-hmm.
2: is what gives like Gamer his like identity, I feel. And also yeah. just that kind of classic style.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Oh, speaking of I forgot to say, something I find really funny is when they're doing the stock footage montage of Gamera's memories, and they're like, oh, that's it. Gamera's weakness is he loves kids just because they see Gamera saving AJ. Like accident.
2: <laughs> 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 <They> <laughs> like oh. one so did you forget the Gamera one footage where he kind of tried to murder everybody?
0: <laughs> it's like, how do you know he doesn't just like that kid? He likes all kids? Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they tell yeah, me very- right, but it's so funny. <laughs> Very never minded.
0: But yeah, um uh, I still don't think I have to ask if you guys like Disraeli Monsters better than this. I think this will be another <laughs> unanimous yeah. one.
1: Yeah, no, no w.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think you're gonna be seeing that a lot until we end up hitting um uh, the Heisei era. <laughs> which will be very different, but yeah. Um before we get into our closing thoughts, I'm gonna show Crash what's next
2: time. Oh boy
0: we're we'll we'll have our first guest on next episode, episode two for the gamma roundtable but we'll be wow, covering someone who
2: actually wanted to talk about a show gamma movie
0: <laughs> one <of laughs> only two people who requested a show gamma movie very funny and once the heisei millennium slot got filled up nobody asked <laughs> which I find hilarious
2: so
0: but yeah um uh, next time we'll be talking about gamma versus gyron and this is the poster gyron? yeah Guiron, Guiron, I don't know how the fuck you that say that.
2: That guy
0: name. has a knife for a
1: face. Yes, he has a knife for a
0: head. <laughs> oh, so there was one thing I forgot to bring up, actually, for VRS. I just remember now. I'm sorry, this was, this was all over the place a little bit. Um, uh, this is the first time we get to hear the Gamera song, the true Gamera song. Oh,
2: yeah. The baby. They fixed it up from the last time. And, and they play it
0: the so much in this. <laughs> they play it three times. They play it over the um, uh, intro. With the credits, mm-hmm. they play it when the kids are in the submarine scene Gamma for the first time, and they play it during the final fight with VRS, which is so funny. That's where the budget yeah. went. Especially during the surf scene, that's the funniest with it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Definitely. But anyways, so yeah, next time we'll be covering Gamma versus Gyron. and yes, Crash, he does have a knife for a head.
2: I- I'm loving these designs. <laughs>
0: This one is considered by people to be, like, the peak of the insanity of the Showa era for Gamera. Ooh. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. This one's wild. I haven't seen this one in ages, and I only saw it with the Michi Science Year 2000 version. Hmm. Well, then this should be, a, that'll be a fun episode. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially because I like the guest I have for next time. I won't spoil who that is. Hmm. I'll tell you guys after after we close out, but I'll let it be a surprise for everyone next week. <laughs> Anyways, Ama, um, uh, Crash, do you want to give your closing thoughts on Gamera vs. VRS?
2: Yeah. um, I think it's, it's a fun movie, especially with friends, I think, and other people to watch it with. And it's kind of got that basic Gamera formula by now, but it's held back by so many budgetary issues that really shine through in a lot of the movie that it's it's just one of the more low effort movies, I feel. Or at least yeah. held back a lot by the budget. So, yeah. I guess only I'd say watch it with friends if you wanted to, just to get like a kick out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. John? Yeah, I kind of have to echo Crash here. Um, Gamma vs. Virus definitely shows kind of like improvement in the show Gamma. Oh, Formula, but the budgetary issues of all the um, stock footage and the lack of sets really just kind of hurt the movie, since they didn't really find a way to write around it. I, re- I still recommend it. Like Crash said, watch it with friends. I think mm-hmm. it's more fun by yourself. I think it might still be fun, but... Um, uh, so
0: I watched it by myself. I didn't mm-hmm. find it that fun. <laughs> I have to be yeah. honest. But, but who knows? You might find it more fun on your own than I did. I just... Mm-hmm. I'll I'll fully admit this isn't my kind of thing I go to kaiju movies for.
2: Sh- Ooh,
0: ah, oh, shock horror. I'm not into the more silly kaiju films. I'm committing a I'm committing a hate crime against the kaiju fandom. Uh, but yeah, like I said, your minds might vary on that. Um Yeah, for me, I guess you kind of got my thoughts there. I think this movie is a lot more fun to watch with friends. What I recommend it... Um, if you're not a Gamera fan or like a Showa era fan, I'm not sure if I would. I think there's better Showa era Gamera films to watch, like Barugan or Gaos, If you want something that's a bit more quality trademark. Um. Also, I feel like you could just watch the Mystery Science Theater episode of of this movie. I don't think it's <laughs> gonna make that big of a difference in your opinion. And it's and you and you get the comedy. That is Michi Sanchez 2000. So, yeah, I guess I'd recommend it if you really are a big Gamma fan or a show Showa movie fan, like I was saying. Besides that, I think you can skip it. I don't think you're going to be missing out on much, personally. Anyways, this was episode four of the Gamma Roundtable. Next time, we'll be covering Gamma Skyron, Giron, I don't know how to say his name. And it'll be a lot of fun. Like I said, first guest of this season, which will be really, really fun. I've actually missed having guests on the show. It's been <laughs> a long time. Last time we did was Kongso Island with Pokes and Emma, uh, yeah. Rob. And that yeah. was ages ago. Yeah. So it'll be fun to do that. Thank you for listening. Until next week, have a good night.